Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And our guest today is going to talk about potential in a completely different way. And when you actually take a look at his website, one of the first statements that hits you is unlock your potential. So I know it's going to be great. So as a part of this mindfulness and meditation series, I think it's really important to incorporate people um, who are coming at this from many different perspectives and all about how it helps us personally and professionally. So joining me today is Andres Ruiz, and he is with IBelieveInMyself.org. He is a, um, a life coach. He is a motivational speaker. He is actually a TED Talk speaker, something that I have uh, been uh, you know, inspiring to do as well at some point in time. So that is fantastic. So first of all, thank you for joining me, Andres. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm really excited to be here with you and uh, see what we can unlock today on today's uh, interview. Very good. Um, and I love your t-shirt because I think it just says it all. I believe in myself. And that's such a powerful message for all of us. I know you work a lot with youth, but regardless of what age you are, I think there's a lot of people who struggle with that. So tell us a little bit about your business, your practice, and how does mindfulness and meditation uh, become a part of what you do? Yeah. So uh, for me, my, uh, what I love doing is I love working with the youth because there's just so much potential there. There's so much hope for the youth and for me to go to schools or to even like recently I've been presenting online. It's been, a, it's been an honor and a privilege to be doing this type of work because uh, I feel like I'm helping the next generation, our future, which is crucial to, you know, the success of our community, the, I mean, the States, like everywhere, the, the, the United the States, world. the world. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, when, when it comes to like mindfulness and meditation, I like to do a lot of activities with the youth when it comes to like mindfulness and meditation and actually rather than like explain to you exactly what I do how about we would you like to do something right now yes absolutely okay excellent so uh this is something that I actually got from one of my good friends and mentors uh Enrique and they're called brain games so they're have you ever heard of brain games Yes. Well, yeah, absolutely. I watched the show on, I don't know, some of the, one of the cable channels, but well, well, this is, yeah, this is, I don't know if this is exactly the same type of brain games, but let's do this. Okay. So uh, put your hands out like this and then go like this, go like this. You're doing a great job. 
Thank you. You did an excellent job. And just, uh, okay, we can stop. And just to let you know, that was a three-year-old brain game. So you did excellent. Yeah, I'm <laughs> as smart as a three-year-old. <laughs> yes, yes. So now let's do, let's do another one. Uh, let's do, grab your ear and then your elbow. Okay. All right. And then on three, we're going to switch. Okay. You ready? Okay. One, two, three, and switch. And switch. And switch. And really quick, switch fast. <laughs> At what okay. point in time do I lose this game? <laughs> good job, good job. No, no, you're good. You're good. Okay. So now uh, we're going to do one that's a little bit, a little bit more challenging. So put, put a thumb like this. Okay. Oh, one and, thumb. And, and then this one like this. Oh boy. Okay. And then on three, we're going to switch one, two, three, and switch. <laughs> and switch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep pointing. Yeah. So <laughs> I want my thumb to be up. <laughs> there you go. So this is, yeah. Oh boy. Clearly. I don't, I hope that was older than like seven years old. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's, trust me. Like uh, I've done it with like, I even have the teachers when they're, when we're presenting, uh, they're like this, they're like, what's going on? Like they, they just like <laughs> how you were doing right now. But this is a way to not only uh, just be in the present moment, but also it activates another, like the other part of your brain. Like uh, many times we're just thinking with just one part of our brain, but this actually, it's like when you're brushing your teeth with your left hand, you're trying something different. Right. So when they're in the moment, the kids are laughing. Even some of the kids, you know, they're, they're like, they're upset, but then they start doing this stuff and they're laughing. So it changes their state of mind. And yes. so that is one of the, uh, like, I guess that's like a mindfulness activity. Uh, I also do guided meditations during, uh, like, you know, dur during my, uh, my, my workshops. And mm -hmm. it's something where I like to talk about going, I go into gratitude vision and then into forgiveness. And so, uh, I give this particular, uh, workshop called you are not alone where I go and talk to the youth how they're not alone when it comes to depression and anxiety. Because uh, I myself, at one point in my life, when I was in, in high school, I went through depression. Mm -hmm. And it was because, you know, I was dating somebody and, you know, I thought she was going to be like the love of my life. Uh, you know, how when we're, we're younger, uh, we, yes. yeah, we don't know that much about love. So, <laughs> So I, had to I don't know if we always get better at it as we get older, but <laughs> yeah. well, you know, and, and I think, I think that's why a lot of people, they have to love themselves. I know that for me, I, I didn't love myself. And so when I went through that breakup, I went through, uh, I was isolating myself. I was keeping to myself. I remember uh, one time I was crying and then my dad saw me crying and he said, Hey, don't be, don't be crying. Don't be a cry baby. And mm -hmm. when you're growing up, you're growing up saying that men don't cry. And so I, I went into like a deep depression. I kept a lot of stuff to myself. I didn't talk to a lot of people about what was going on. And then that led to cutting suicidal thoughts. And uh, it was a really tough time in my life. And I felt like I didn't have anybody when in reality I did, but yeah. you know, it was, it was a really tough time. So I, I share that story with the youth so that they can see that they're not alone. I think that's really important. And, you know, an understanding too, I think, you know, <laughs> mindfulness is, being aware of the moment. So it's a great, I love your activities because you have to think about it. You have to be present to do it. But also when you think about your emotions or the things that you're going through, it feels like it might, it's going to last forever. And it feels like, 
you know, there's never going to be a time that comes out of it, but mindfulness can really be a realization of, let me just experience this now and, and try and understand what I'm feeling because the more I understand it, maybe I will realize, and hopefully I will realize that it's not forever. It's not permanent, but I have to be able to grapple with all those things to come to that realization. Definitely. Because if, if we don't grapple that and we don't, we don't capture it in the moment, it'll spiral out of control. It'll lead to like this anxiety, which I used to have like really bad anxiety when um, like years ago I dealt with really bad anxiety. I was working at a job that I hated. I was really miserable. And um, I, I remember that I was just bored too. I was really bored with my life. I didn't have a meaning. I didn't have a purpose. And I remember I started drinking alcohol I started uh, taking pills while I was drinking alcohol just to get a good high. Uh, I was also doing cocaine. And uh, at one point in my life, I almost overdosed on cocaine. So it was like a really scary experience. And I was, I was also overweight. I was weighing 265 pounds. And yeah, I was, was even more depressed because of my physique. And mm-hmm. it was just because I didn't like myself. I didn't love myself too. And so I never really took the time to take care of myself because I didn't care about myself. And so... Mm-hmm. What really changed my life was when I finally, when I found out that I was going to have a baby and uh, I decided to just start changing my lifestyle of eating. Uh, I, I lost 80 pounds, felt in the best shape of my life, but was still struggling with my mindset. And that's Mm -hmm. that I then started listening to motivational audios that just completely changed my life, which led to uh, doing something that I've been wanting to do since I was 12 years old, which was stand up comedy. And stand-up comedy it was yeah wow was, that's a big shift <laughs> oh yeah yeah no it was uh it was uh it was something that i ever since i was 12 i wanted to do it but i was so scared about what people would think about me or say about me if i tried it but these motivational audios inspired me every single day to believe that i could do it and these digital mentors believed in me more than anybody had ever done in my life. And I mean, I never met these people, you know, they were just always in my ear talking to me to this day. I still listen to them. And, uh, I, I still remember when I heard Les Brown, he said, many people will leave the universe without a trace and under their name, you can put not used up. And then I said, that's me. That's me. And I said, I need to use my potential to make the world a better place, or I need to find something. So I mean, uh, I wanted to leave a trace in the universe, so I went to go do stand-up comedy. <laughs> but you know, I've actually heard that from many people. I, it's funny when you said that. I'm, I was thinking back. I wonder how many of my guests over the last three years have done at least three of them. So I oh, think yeah? you're the fourth. And nice. with each one of them, it was a point where they were like, "I needed to do something that put me completely out of my comfort zone, that that opened up a different side of me." And I went, "Wow, if I can make people laugh." then I can laugh at myself mm-hmm. and I don't have to take myself so seriously. And I've, you know, I will have a different level of confidence. And so things that normally would upset me or make me, you know, question or doubt myself didn't have the same weight anymore. Yeah, no. Yeah. I definitely agree with that because now, and, and it's helped me out a lot because now I can be very, you know, I can be, I, I, I'm very relaxed during my speeches, you know, like I make fun of myself. I, I say, you know, I have a big head, you know, I'm, I'm kind of still growing into my head. Sometimes I say, you know, and the kids will laugh or uh, I'll say knock, knock jokes, just little stuff to just break the ice. And um, for me, what stand-up comedy did was it gave me the confidence to pursue being a public speaker. And I did 
uh, motivational speaking. And then I said, wow, I love this better than stand-up comedy. So I want to inspire people. And that's when it just got started. I just said, yeah, I'm going to inspire youth and that to like speaking for nonprofits and organizations and uh, coaching uh, corporations and, and uh, other opportunities that I would have never thought of ever doing. And I probably would have never done that had I not stepped out of my comfort zone and done stand-up comedy. Cause that's what started my, my, my this, this mission that I, that I was on, which I didn't know where it was going, but I ended up doing this. And it was, it was very good. I enjoy it. I love that. I think it's great. And that's, it's a really good testament to how, um, especially in our youth, that when we see that not everybody has a plan, or if they have a plan, it doesn't always go according to plan, and that, um, that you can pivot. You know, I remember somebody asked me oh, about 10 years ago, um, a college or somebody that was just about going into college, and she asked me, you know, what should, you know, I just don't know what my major is going to be. And I'm just really distressed about this. And I have to, I have to commit to a major. And what if I don't like it? And I remember laughing and thinking, you know, who cares? Just get a degree or go get a trade or whatever. And if you change your mind, then change your mind, but use that as a basis. And, uh, you know, I started out as a teacher and then I only taught for one year because there weren't enough positions. They were laying off teachers all over the area that I um, was living in because there weren't enough students. Mm -hmm. And so I completely pivoted my entire career. But for a couple months, I thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'll never be a teacher. And today I'm a teacher in a different way. But mm -hmm. the education and, and the discipline and all those pieces I could use to adapt to marketing positions and sales positions. And, and it's all about teaching and education educating. So I don't care if you go become a doctor, that doesn't mean you can't go be a stand-up comic after the, I mean, look, right. we've got, we've got proof of that, uh, you know, with a, you know, very famous actor. So I think mm -hmm. it's an important, important uh, lesson for the people that you're talking to primarily. Yeah. So, you know, when you talk about, you know, mindfulness and meditation, it sounds like maybe when you are working with, uh, with these uh, students that maybe you're not always using those terms, but you're teaching them about this practice. So what would you say to them in terms of how mindfulness or meditation can really help them in their career? So beyond even school, you know, how can this, how do you see this portion of a practice as helping anyone to, you know, further themselves in their career objectives? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I believe that uh, I'll just give you a, a, a story that I have. Uh, I like to tell stories. I, I think that'll uh, kind of explain this a little bit, but uh, I'm currently coaching this solar company where uh, they, they pretty much are, some of them are feeling like a little bit stressed or uh, sometimes like, you know, they're, they could have like maybe sometimes some, some problems like, you know, with, with like maybe their past people that maybe that have, have done something to them. So I did recently, I did a, uh, a meditation, a guided meditation where we went from gratitude, their vision, and then the forgiveness part. And then the forgiveness part, you see these people and uh, these are not kids. These are like grown people who start bawling and they just start crying and they're just releasing all of this sadness, anger. And when I'm describing the meditation, I tell them, uh, just visualize somebody in front of you, six feet away from you, and somebody that's done something to you, and visualize their face and their whole body. And what I want you to do is I want you to visualize this person saying that they're sorry for any tears, any anger, any sadness, any um, just anything that they've done to you. 
And then you start seeing in the video, you start seeing the people, their faces are moving, like they're, they're breathing hard, they're breathing deep. And then finally it comes to like, now you forgive this person, say, I forgive you for all the hate, all. And then the way that you say it too is very powerful. You say it with conviction. Like when I say my, my message, I say all the tears, all the anger, all the sadness. And then it's just, it almost like they feel it. And then you just see them bawling, like crying really hard. And they're finally releasing all of this from the past, all this hatred that they're hurting, that they're holding on to. Because mm-hmm. if you don't let that go, that person will start to appear in other people. You know, like yeah. you'll see this person, you're like, I don't know why I don't like this person. That's because yes. this person represents your dad. Your that person represents your aunt, whatever. Somebody who did something to you is still coming up and they'll continue to come up if you do not forgive. And it's so, some people say it's so hard. I, have, I remember I went to a uh, present to these young adults, like 20 years old kids who are like in a uh, kind of like a foster care. And we did the guided meditation. He said, I can't forgive that guy. You know, I cannot forgive him for what he did to me. He doesn't deserve it. And I, I grabbed his wow. shoulder. And said, I said, the thing is, man, it's not for him. Right. It's for you. And then when he I said, it's for you, it's for you to heal. And he said, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you have to call that person and say, hey, I forgive you. <laughs> no, you don't. And that's the beauty about this guided meditation. It really, truly heals people. I mean, it's healed me. I've forgiven mm-hmm. everybody in my life. And now even when I see somebody and they do something or say something that, or that, that doesn't anger me. No, no, that doesn't cause me. I allow them to make me angry. I say to them in my mind, I say, I forgive you. And I love you. That's Mm -hmm. it. Right then and there, I capture it because I can't allow it. I can't allow it to grow more and more. But so with this, I believe that if we let go of the past, then we can create a brighter future because if we're constantly living in the past, there's no way that we can create a future that we desire because we're still living in the past. If we are yes. still thinking, because like 90 to 95% of our thoughts are in the past, even if it was 10 seconds ago. So, oh, so true. Yeah. So, so it, true. And that's the power of our thoughts. Like our thoughts are very powerful. We don't realize how powerful our thoughts are because our thoughts and the way that we are, are, are they create our personality. And then our personality creates our personal reality. And then our personal reality is now like, well, that's the way that I've always been. Well, you know, you're right, because you've been telling that story for like 30 years. I had an aunt who was always using the same thing. It's just, I can't change, you know, I'm an angry person. And then like 30 30 years later, she's like, 30 years later, she's like, I just can't change. I'm just an angry person. I'm like, dang, you've been telling that story for 30 years and you're right. You're probably never going to change. Yeah, yeah, you made yourself right. You've proven your own point. You know, it's when you're talking about that, that's, that makes so much sense. I was, I was having this memory that, um, Several years ago, many years ago, I was having a really challenging work situation. And it was, I, I, I was angry. I was angry. Um, I was frustrated. I felt, um, you know, I felt I was wronged. And there were so many things going through my emotions. And so I was, uh, I was spending time with a counselor. And uh, so, you know, we were talking about the things that were, you know, going on. And and I love having, you know, you know, working with counselors. Uh, yeah. I've had, I think, four throughout my life that I've worked with. Great. And they've all, you know, really helped, you know, just to have somebody else that you're talking through things through. And I was pretty new to meditation. 
And she said, you know, before we begin today, because we'd had a couple sessions where I was just, you could just, I knew I just wasn't getting anything done because I was still angry. Mm. And she said, you know, before we begin today, I just would like to do a body scan meditation. And so I'm like, okay, what, you know, fine. (laughs) And as she was going through and just doing a normal body scan, you know, start at the top of your head, relax muscles, relax your eyelids, whatever. By the time we got down, you know, probably to my elbows, I just had tears just flowing. And I mean, I, by the time she got done, I was sobbing and she's like, okay, what happened? And I said, it was like, I was so wound up that as you had me do my body scan, it was like I was releasing the pressure on a valve. Mm. And there was so much pressure on that valve that steam was coming out. And all I could think of is there's steam coming out, there's steam coming out. And as I released that valve, wow. I just took a deep breath. And I, I think she just said, do you just want to sit? And I did. I just sat and I cried for probably 10 minutes, you know, sobs to then light crying until finally I was just like, wow. That's amazing. And I walked out of there that day and I was like, this has been holding me back. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yes, yes, I felt wronged. I felt mad. I felt, you know, what all those things, but it was keeping me from moving forward. And after that, I was like, okay, I believe this stuff so much. <laughs> I mean, I thought I, I thought I believed it, but now I'm a total convert without a doubt. That's, and that's beautiful that you did that because not a lot of people are willing to do the work and that's the deep work, man. Like that's so crucial. Uh, you know, that reminds me of a, uh, some, a client that I was coaching yesterday. Do you mind if I share his story? Yeah, go for it. So he was, he's the type of person who is like a high performer. He does a lot of work for his family, his business. He's got investments. He's got real estate. He's got a lot of stuff going on. And so just by listening to his voice, I could hear the anxiety just coming out. And so Uh, There was a part where I heard him say that, you know, he was like, man, I just sometimes like, I think I'm too hard on myself. And they said, you want, you want to do something spontaneous just uh, right now? And he said, yeah, let's do it. So I said, put your hand on your heart. And then he put his hand on his heart and then actually we can do it right now. So, and then I told them, I told him, close your eyes. So I'll close my eyes with you. And then I told them say, uh, and then you say your name. So Michael, I forgive you and I love you. Michael, I forgive you and I love you. Take a deep breath. And then say, Michael, I forgive you and I love you. Take a deep breath. Michael, I forgive you and I love you. Take a deep breath. Now say it with conviction. Say, Michael, I forgive you and I love you. Michael, I forgive you. And I love you. Take it in. Now say it with even more conviction. Michael, I forgive you and I love you. Michael, I forgive you and I love you. All right. You can open your eyes. How'd, how'd that you feel? is powerful. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, so that, that right there, I I told him that. And on the third one, I said, and I I was closing my eyes and I like to feel my, my clients. And then uh, he he said, and he choked up. And then he said, and then he said, I forgive you. And then he was, I could hear him trembling. I love you. And then he just, 
he said, oh my God, he's, he was like, and I, I, and when he said that, I felt it, I felt, I felt it in my body too. And even though we were through a screen, I could feel him. And he says, wow, that was so powerful. And he was just like that, that I, I needed that. I truly needed that. And I think that that right there is, is a way to be like truly present with yourself and mm-hmm. being in your heart, not in your head, because like Tony Robbins says, you get into your head and you're dead because <laughs> yeah. the head just is so like, you know, you can think good things, bad things, but, but in your heart, that's where the truth is. Like, that's where it's at. And I told them, you got to love yourself. You got to forgive yourself. If you're so hard on yourself, where it's like, we're judging ourselves. And I teach this also to the youth. I tell them the reason why we procrastinate is because we feel guilt. We're always feeling guilty. <laughs> I'm laughing because you're so right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why. And that's what I do with the, with the kids too. I tell them like, Hey, okay. So this is how we're going to overcome procrastination. Put your hand on your heart and say, I forgive you. And I love you for procrastinating. And yeah. they, they say, I'm like, wow, I feel my shoulders lighter because yeah. when you judge yourself, it just creates more anxiety. It just creates more stress and then more procrastination. Oh, Netflix is on. Let's go watch a series of whatever or right. scrolling on the phone. And I trust me, I've, I've done this too. I'm not perfect. I'm just saying that that's what happens to us, but we got to immediately forgive ourselves so we can move forward. And that's just being and in the back of your mind when you're doing that and you're procrastinating, you still have that commentary going, why are you watching Netflix? Why are you scrolling through your phone? You know what you should be doing. Why aren't you doing that? You should go do that. Okay. If yeah. you're not going to do it, I'm going to blame you. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, and as we were doing that, um, which is a beautiful exercise, I was just thinking, wouldn't that be an amazing thing to do every night before you go to sleep? Yeah. And to say, whatever I did today or whatever I didn't do today or whatever thoughts I had, I'm going to just forgive myself. And what a difference that could make in sleep. I'm going to try that tonight. Yeah, do it. And you know what? I want to to challenge you to do it at night before you go to sleep. And in the morning when you wake up, just say, I love myself. You you don't have to say forgive yourself. Just say, I love you. Michael, I love you. And today's going to be a great day. Yeah. I do that. I do that. Like when I wake up, I say, today's going to be a great day and I love myself. And then, and then I go to the, to, to the bathroom, I splash some water and then I start doing some incantations. Um, have you done incantations? I don't know. I, I haven't done, done them. So, um, so it's like, it's like, this is what I do. I say, now I am the voice. And then I say, I will lead, not follow. I will leave, not doubt. I will create, not destroy. I am forced for good. And I defy the odds, set a new standard. And then I say, step up, step up, step up. But I do it really intensely. And I, I'm moving my body. Like I even hit myself like, now I am the voice. Now I like that. And then it just, if there's any anxiety or if there's any like fear, I just boom, snap out of it. And in the first minute, I'm out of fear. If I, if I wake up with fear. So I love that. Yeah. And that, that just physical action also is going to release your endorphins and it's going to get you out of yeah. whatever mindset you were in and be aware, you know, and try and bring about the mindset that you want to live in and exist in for that moment and that day. That's fantastic. 
So yeah, we're getting close to the end. Um, so as, as we both know, you know, I mean, I don't teach mindfulness or meditation, but I think I preach it all the time. And, um, but I'm always constantly, when I'm talking about it, I will always have someone say, yeah, well, that's great that you can do that, but I can't do it. I've tried. It doesn't uh, work for me. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you say to people when they say that? It's funny you say that because I just started on my Facebook. I started this uh, guided meditation for, uh, I started, it's baby steps. It's, it's those tiny habits. So I, I did first a 30 second meditation. Then I did a one minute, then two, then three. And I'm going to get up to 10 minutes and then I'm going to have a master class uh, to teach people meditation, but on a deeper level, not just like, you know, the breathing part, but um, more of like, you know, compassion, because I truly believe compassion is very crucial. And right now we just did a little bit of compassion right there mm-hmm. compassion for ourselves, because when we forgive ourselves, then we can actually forgive other people. And we can also see, you know what, I'm a human and they're human. You know, everybody wants the same thing. We all want to be happy. And at the end of the day, we then start having like, uh, you know, hate towards people or anger towards people because we're not taking care of our mind. So um, I kind of went on a tangent right there. I was, I, I, was <laughs> I know I was going somewhere, you know, but, and then I just completely forgot because I just went over here. So I'm all over the place. <laughs> but uh, you forgive yourself. Now the question was when people say, well, I can't do it. I've tried, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I would say start off with just one deep breath. Four deep breaths is 30 seconds of meditation. That's it. And if we were just to start practicing that every single day and say, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to try 35 seconds, 40 seconds, tiny habits. That's where it starts. You have to start off small because if you start off in 20 minutes, you'll give up tomorrow. You'll give up. Actually, you'll give up in the middle of the 20 minutes. You won't even get to 20 minutes. So I think, I think it's baby steps and even it, like just mindfulness. Like uh, today I went for a walk with, uh, with my kids, we walked and then we were looking at an ant that was picking up like a, 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 lic- a licorice, a little piece of licorice. It was two ants. And we're like, Whoa, look at those ants. I wonder what they're doing. Oh, they're probably going to have uh, breakfast licorice for breakfast. And, but we were, <laughs> we were in the moment. That's, that's like meditation. That's mindfulness. Yes. You're looking at the ants and the beauty of nature and, I teach that to my kids a lot. Hey, look, 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 there's a spider. Let's look at it. And we yes. just look at it. We're in the moment. We're, we're in the moment. So I would and, say and that's that, the way to start. I think that's beautiful because I think people don't realize that they do have mindful moments and mm-hmm. that, you know, it's the awareness of those and the appreciation that, you know, you can just say, hey, look, I'm already doing this. Now, what if, you know, are there other ways that I can expand on this to, to help me personally and professionally? Yeah. So I, I know we're going to have all of your contact information in the show notes, but if somebody wanted to look you up right now because they can't wait to read the show notes, where's the best place for them to find you? Uh, probably Facebook. Uh, you can look me up, Andres Ruiz. I also have a page, I Believe in Myself. And for people who speak Spanish, it's I Believe in Myself Español. And then I also have a YouTube channel called Transformational Motivation. Uh, I also have uh, a uh, YouTube channel with my two boys called uh, Motivational KND. So motivational kid and dad. So we, nice. yeah, we, st- he, they just wanted to do it. And we just talk about like random topics, you know, but, but good stuff that we can teach other people to be more mindful and to also be a better human being, because uh, that's my goal, you know, to raise kids, to be good human beings. And uh, you know, we'll see where it goes from there, but we were just doing it for fun. And my kid was like, let's do a YouTube channel. I said, okay, let's do it. 
So yeah, you can check me out there. And uh, you know, if anybody's interested in uh, possibly, you know, changing their life, taking their life to the next level, let me know. We could talk, and maybe I could, uh, you know, offer you a coaching session if you're interested. And uh, we'll see where that goes from there. Very good. I would love it if you. Uh, I'm putting you on the spot while we're taping, but I would love it if you could provide a guided meditation, uh, just audio, because we'll be including this in um, our app that's releasing here in the next couple weeks, okay. and uh, and it would be wonderful actually to have one version of a guided meditation in English and one in Spanish. I think that'd be phenomenal. Um, but you know, I'm I'm trying to have a lot of resources for people to be able to come into the app, just be introduced to mindfulness and meditation. Have some experts who are you know that we talk like this, so we we include your um, your podcast interview in that. But then you know, really learn about what different kinds of meditation are there, and you know how can how can this either help you on your journey if you're starting, or help you on your journey if you're already there and you want to you know. Uh, find out what else is going on. So if you're interested, I'd love to have that. I think that would be great because you yeah. really have a different perspective. And I, and I think it's really important that we, we understand that there's as many types of meditation practices as there are individuals, frankly. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Wonderful. So before we go, any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my viewers and listeners? Yeah, I would say that, um, Practice mindfulness, being present, being present where you are right now. At this moment, you're listening to us and just be really present with us right now. Or if you're eating, be present with your food and your family and um, anything that you're doing in the present moment, pay attention to it. Sometimes rub your fingers or, or feel your feet and say, okay, I'm no, I mean, I am in no danger. Like right now, there's no tiger chasing me. It's I'm in the moment be in the moment because this is all you have. The past is done. There's nothing we can do about it. The future, we don't know what's going to happen right now. You and I, this is our life right now. This is our life. This is it. And in 10 minutes, this will be the past. So be in the moment at all times. Wonderful. Andres Ruiz, thank you so much for being a guest on Shock Your Potential. I look forward to uh, staying in touch and finding more about how your journey grows. I'd love to. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.